welcome back to A Horror Borealis, the podcast within a Patreon for another podcast. It goes pretty deep here, folks, and the mystery goes even deeper. I'm your host. Kind of. Anyway, uh, we're just going to pick things right back up. <laughs> it's Wednesday morning in Revenant, Alaska. Two campers died early this morning. All the local news stations are reporting it as a horrible wildlife incident, but at least two people in this town know the truth. There is a monster in the park. A monster known as a Fleshgate, a demonic shapeshifter that feeds on fear. As you have been told, this is not a problem any one person can handle. But, luckily for yourselves, and for the people of Revenant, you have three. So, Mariah. After a long night of researching, and what I'm going to assume is at least a couple of hours of well-earned rest, you have made it your personal mission to track down the remaining camper from this trip. Three had originally set out. You've probably deduced by now that the two who were missing from their motel room yesterday evening were the ones who went back into the park. So that means that somewhere in town is still one of these three campers. And you are going to try to find him. Where would you like to go? Hmm. Trying to find Jensen. I feel like best first stop would be... What time is it? Um, we'll say that it's about noon. About noon? Then best first stop would be Big Billy's Diner, because it's the only place to get food that's not the grocery store. <laughs> that is fair. Uh, all right. Yeah. Good choice. So you go to Big Billy's Diner, and you... I'm assuming walk right in. Right? There, yeah. There's no, like, weird ceremony that you're standing on. I do, like, until... a barrel roll. Oh, that is dope as hell. <laughs> um... <laughs> They're not automatic doors, though, so you kind of have to, like, push one open and then somersault in um, under your own arm. But mm -hmm. if you can pull that off, then more power to you. And you do, in fact, find Jensen here. He is sitting in actually the same booth that you first met in, the booth that you reserved toward the back of the restaurant, which is one that you yourself are well familiar with. I sure am. And uh, as you can imagine, he doesn't seem to have much of an appetite. He's ordered some food, but it's sitting on the table in front of him, and he uh, does have oh, a mug of black buddy. coffee that he's sort of grimly staring into. Jensen! <laughs> All right. Under the breach. So I approach him. Okay. And I take the seat across from him. Without looking up, he sort of laughs a little, and he's like, huh, you know, maybe you were right about this town. Yeah, I'm not thrilled about being right this time. Do you Look, know what's out there? Yeah, that's actually... I wanted to talk to you about that. I have some suspicions. I wanted to see if I could get you to take me through what happened one more time, if it's not too much. So he kind of sighs heavily and says, I don't know what more there is to tell you. I wish I knew more than I do. I've been over every detail I can remember in my head and there's nothing in there that helps or makes sense to me but I guess that if there's anything else you have to ask specifically I'll do my best to answer what went down with the the, the voice thing someone one of you mentioned I wasn't there you weren't there apparently when I stepped out to get firewood something approximating my voice approached the tent it had gone by the time that I got back. Did you see anything when you were out getting the firewood? I saw footprints and something headed back into the woods that I assumed was a coyote. How did it move? 
it was hard to tell. I only saw shadows, but it moved almost as if it was injured. Not quite limping, but like it didn't quite remember how to walk. Fuck. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Thank you. Sorry, I should probably... You deserve some kind of information. Basically, and you might think I sound out of my mind. People often do, and usually do in this town. But there's... Have you ever heard of something called a flesh gate? No, but that's never really been my domain of expertise. I Understandable. Not always everybody's seen, but it's a creature that, well, for want of a better way to say it, it's a creature that feeds on fear, and it shapeshifts, and it mimics voices, and I think that's what we're dealing with here. I thought you deserved to know. Well, I don't know how much good it'll do, but there is a search party going into the park this afternoon, and... If I see whatever that thing is. Look, I'm not going to tell you what to do, but I am going to tell you that if you're not used to dealing with this kind of stuff, I would maybe advise you to stay away for a while. Not go into that part. He, uh, considers that, but this is a person who does not look particularly concerned with his own well-being at this point. As... You may naturally assume in the wake of such circumstances. He smiles and nods and gives you sort of the courtesy of of taking your advice into consideration. But uh, he then says to you, well, I, I appreciate you, you know, talking to me about all this, but uh, I think I'm going to settle up and go back to my motel room. There's not much here for me to do anyway in this town. All right. You stay safe, all right? He nods and gets up from his table and makes to exit. Okay. What do you do next? I think I'm going to go to Martha's. Okay. Sounds good. Let's go to Martha then. Martha, you are still at your home at this point? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, what have you been up to this morning? I guess a, a little bit of a different morning routine. Um, I didn't end up going hunting. Mm -hmm. Um, but I still got up, made some coffee, um, Mm -hmm. sat down, read a little bit, just trying to kind of not think about everything at once because it's a lot, but I think I just take it easy that morning. Okay. And so what is your reaction when you hear Mariah knock on your door? I'm a little bit startled. Um, it kind of snaps me out of it kind of st- snaps me out of um, whatever I was doing at the moment. I'm so sorry. I forgot. It's not your secret knock. Yeah, I was going to say something. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Um, but after I've, like, composed my normal thoughts, then mm-hmm. I go open the door. Okay. Hey, how are you doing? Definitely be better. Yeah, same. Look, can I come in? Yeah, yeah, come All on. All right. So I was up most of the night doing some research and I think I've got a hold on what this is. 
What do you think it is? So, I pull a bunch of books out of my little messenger bag, and I open them up to the pages I was looking at before, and gesture, this is on like the coffee table gesture for Martha to come take a look. This is like an overview. It's called a flesh gate. It's like a shapeshifter, and it mimics people's voices. It can paralyze people like psychic paralysis. It feeds on fear. It's like... Really, it's like nasty as shit. All right, that kind of, I mean, and that I, goes over everything that you told me before, too. Yeah. Like the, what happened to the campers. And I talked to the lot, I talked to Jensen, the, he's the last guy, the only, you know, the only one left. And I talked to him just a bit ago, and pretty much everything he said confirmed it. He said he saw a coyote walking away, moving like it didn't remember how to walk, like it was like new to that shape. Which, aside from being creepy as all fuck, is also really helpful information. <laughs> Can you go back a little bit? You said he was the only one left? I thought there were two other campers. Oh, shit. You didn't hear. Oh, Martha. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. Um, that park ranger, that park ranger lady, got a call on the radio while she was researching with me. And apparently... um. The other two kids were the ones who took the chopper into the park, and they didn't. They didn't. Uh, they didn't make it. I don't mean to diminish the seriousness of this situation. Yeah. Do you not know the name of the woman who spent all night with you? I wasn't going to say anything. But... I don't remember. She said it once. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's I, fine. I, I, I have a feeling that town like for matter years. Yeah, the same town. Do you think I don't know? Um, I, guess, I guess I know her name. No, don't That's worry about it. So let's just let's just keep going. No, <laughs> didn't mean to kill. The I body. call her Ranger. Fair Ranger. <laughs> um. So, what's the what's the plan then? Like, well, I've got what's what is it? What what's her name? Uh, the Park Ranger. Yeah. Fantasy? Yeah, that one. Um. I've got her check looking into something for me. We need, it's wild, but to kill this thing or to hurt this thing, we need like a blessed weapon, like something consecrated or like dipped in holy water or something along those lines. Otherwise it's not going to work. Okay. She said she could take care of it. You've checked out the preacher in town, right? I mean, he doesn't really like me, so I didn't want to. But she also promised she'd take care of it, and I wanted to go talk to that kid. So I'm thinking, if what she said she's going to do pans out, we load up, we go in, and we try to take this thing down. Okay. okay. I'm going to cut Siobhan. Siobhan. Um, That's me. That shit, and it always will be. <laughs> um, so we're... Do you want to pick up? Do you want to pick up right at the crack of dawn first thing in the morning, or would you like to jump into the timeline where we are with these two, uh, these two now? Well, I feel like while she was, um, Mariah was talking to Jensen, mm -hmm. I would be going and hunting down that weapon. That, right? Sure. Okay. So yeah. So she. I, I did get some sleep last night. Right. So. so she went home, got some sleep, and met up with Jensen around noon. Um, are you starting prior to that, or do you are you saying that at roughly the same time? That's no, when you I would that. say I would say prior to that. Okay, I'd say when she went home, I would go and try and hunt down. Sure, then let's the uh, let's zip back with you to about seven a.m. 
Okay. 7 a.m. I, uh, I am going... I, I know I am in, in the shithouse with the, the ranger station, so I am going to head back there and try and clean up some. Okay. I know I said I was going to, um, the preacher to try and get the weapon, but I think if I can patch things over, it, it might help my situation a little bit. Sure. Better. And I like that because I also think that you know, obviously you know things about your situation with the park rangers mm-hmm. that she would not. And it would not right. make sense for you to explain to her that you think you can go get a blessed weapon from the park rangers. Sure. But that might well be what you intend to do right now. So you head to the park ranger station. Mm-hmm. Yes? On your snowmobile? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go on my snowmobile. Okay, cool. So we'll say it takes you about an hour to get out there. So at so about 8 a.m., you roll up to the park ranger station. Yeah. Okay. And... um. Do you just go directly into the ranger station? Did you radio ahead to let somebody know you were coming? What's your... No, I, I, just, I, just, go. I okay. just go in. You kick down the door? Do you well, just... no, I'm not going to kick down the door. I just, That'd be so dope, I open though. the door. Okay, you open the door, and you walk in, and um, Park Director Kennedy is in there. Cool. And there are maybe a couple other people there. Maybe the uh, the, the two other park rangers you've met so far, Riley and, and Ben, are, are both in there. Um, Riley, I think, sees you come in, like, sort of perks up a little bit, and then remembers that, like, you're in trouble right now, and sort of, like, frowns a little bit. (laughs) Um, and Park Director Kennedy, uh, stirring his coffee, looks at you and says, O'Shaughnessy, my office, now. I walk in, head held high, (laughs) close the door behind me. You are a proud woman with no regrets. Yeah. And so, uh, he sits down at his desk, kicks his feet up on the, the surface, and says, I'm hoping you're here to explain exactly what the hell happened. I'm here to tell you what needs to happen. Oh, very nice. Um, okay, do you want to maybe roll a manipulate someone for me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that's charm, That's right? charm, well, yes. Okay. Because I really like the way that you're coming in. That's at- a ten. Ooh. Incredible. Okay. All right. Wow. Nicely done. Charming so, as hell. <laughs> yeah, that's good, I think, because you come in and you just absolutely establish control over the situation. And I think Park Director Kennedy um, immediately takes notice of this, is maybe slightly taken aback, but not in um, an alarmed or like upset way. He just sort of like cocks his head and with... The, the it's not a smile, but you know, kind of a look of like recognition of an equal, and says, "And what do you suppose that is?" I need the holy weapon <laughs> that we definitely have here. <laughs> you know the one I'm talking about. <laughs> the one. <laughs> um, he says, "Why don't you back up a little bit?" Last night, when the two civilians went in. They were attacked by a flesh gate. Yeah, yeah. He he takes in what you're saying. He nods a little bit. He puts his feet back down on the floor. <laughs> he sips his coffee like he's been. Uh, then he puts his feet back up. He puts his feet back up. <laughs> um, then he dumps out his coffee and goes gets a new one. No, he uh, he sort of grimaces a little bit. He's like flesh gate, huh? Did you figure that one out? Uh. Actually, sir, it was uh, it was one of the the residents in town. 
approached me about it. Hmm. It's her theory. How certain are you of this theory? All the signs point to it. All the signs... I'm not doing a character voice. All the signs point to it. Uh, the strange tracks, the reports from the witness, it's got to be a flesh game. He says, uh, yeah, that would, that would certainly fill in a lot of gaps, wouldn't it? He stands up, I think, and goes to a, maybe a cabinet at the other end of his office. And, uh, Pulls open one of the doors, unlocks a drawer with the key, slides it open. And uh, what is your, remind me, what is your standard issue weapon that you have? Uh, I have three. Mm-hmm. I have a sniper rifle. I have a nine millimeter and a big knife. Excellent. And you got to say it that way. A big knife. A big knife. Big knife. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Park Director Kennedy from this point for will be played by the role of Chris Hemsworth with his, with his Australian Fantastic. Accent. So, no, I wish. Um, Me too. <laughs> is that you or Siobhan speaking? <laughs> anyway, uh, he goes to his cabinet and opens it up and unlocks a, a secret drawer. And I think, like, cinematographically... Yeah, paint me a picture. What we would be getting is, like, a, a sense of awe with him opening this drawer. Right. Like, there is something being revealed at this moment about like the a, ranger station is and it its like general. Is it like a high-tech cabinet? Or no, like a, it's like an old polished okay. wood thing of beauty cool. with, like, standard lock and keys. You'd be like, this thing is old. Okay. It has been handed down a while. It may be more of a fixture of this station than Park Director Kennedy himself. Mm-hmm. And he opens the drawer and hands you a box of golden bullets. Fantastic. Um, it's a uh, gold Sir? <laughs> well, that's, that's just cosmetic, but yeah, these are what you need. <laughs> <laughs> they are golden in color. They are not made of gold. That would be a very ineffectual bullet, I think. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, and these are, as you know, Siobhan, and as you have probably had cause to use on occasion, probably. Uh, blessed bullets. Nice. These will serve the purpose in your gun, um, and I'll say that these are whichever caliber you need for whichever of your weapons. Like, like mm-hmm. take your pick. This is him offering you, like, this weaponry that you've requested. Okay. Um, and these are effectively holy weaponry. They, will, they the, will fit the bill. I'm going to say they're the 9 mil. Okay, great. Um, yeah, and so he looks at you straight in the eye as he's handing these to you, and he says, I'm trusting you on this one. Don't make me regret it. We were supposed to send a search party in this afternoon. How soon do you think you can get in there and get out? Before the search party gets in there. <laughs> I like the cut of your gym, O'Shaughnessy. <laughs> uh, and so he considers for a second, maybe sort of rubs his chin and he says, um, well, okay, so here it's it's about, we decided, 8 a.m. by the time you get to the, mm-hmm. the ranger station. Okay, great. He says, uh, I'll give you till 6 then I'm going to have to give some answers to these civilians and to the cops. We'll have to at least make the attempt to look around in there and try to find some answers. Make sure there aren't any by the time I get in there. I like that. Cool. Okay. Understood. Excellent. And you head back to town? I load up my my 9 mil and I take my big knife. <laughs> I'm going to leave the sniper rifle because I feel like it's going to have to be like up close. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, I give uh, give Riley a, a big old grin. <gasps> Riley waves. <laughs> so nice. So wholesome. And I give Ben a nice nod. 
All right, yeah, yeah, nods back. Mm -hmm. I grab my flak vest and head out the door. Cool. All right, badass. Love it. Uh, Let's cut back to then Mariah and Martha. You are both still at Martha's house, yes? Is there anything else you would like to accomplish before, I'm guessing, uh, Siobhan is headed to meet up with the two of you? I'm fine. Yeah, I think we've... Um, Sorry, I was enjoying my soft snack. <laughs> the softest of snacks. I think we've been through all of the information at this point, um, and we knew that Siobhan was going to take care of the weapon, mm-hmm. so um, I guess we were assuming that we were just going to meet up. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm, I was going to head over to Marcos. Great, then I will assume the rest of this time has been spent with you guys catching each other up to speed. Um, mm-hmm. Is there any information that either of you is specifically withholding? I don't want anyone to know about my spooky powers. Okay, so you are not sharing that information yet. Yeah. Are you telling her anything about your conversation with Hawk Peters last night? Because you didn't tell her you were um, going there initially. I think... I may have um, told her that uh, I met up with Hawk, or I ran into him on the way back, mm-hmm. um, and he said that there was something weird going on, maybe. Okay, okay. sure. Throw her a bone for her conspiracy yeah. theories. For my bone yeah. collection. For her bone <laughs> collection. I, I am going to withhold where I got the weapon. Okay, sure. I'm going to say okay, that. but don't lie to me. <laughs> Okay. I mean, yeah, it, it would have to be you directly asking. Well, that's what I'm saying. And yeah, okay. I'm just making a joke. Sorry. Yeah. That that's gonna come. It's gonna be so interesting. Let's mm-hmm. play through this. Um, but okay, yeah. So I will say that we are now at Martha's cabin. You you want to make a super cool entrance? Are you like knocking on the door? Or are you just like please don't get in sucker for going monster hunting? <laughs> no, or... I, I I knock on the door, but I don't bother with the butcher. <laughs> Okay. Secret registered <laughs> three three times. Alright, I open the door. It's uh, a real fleshy door. You it guys. is a real fleshy door. <laughs> it's a fleshy door. And for some reason I just cancelled out all of Okay, good. Sorry. I, I was on my computer and, and it put away all of my tabs. I say we need Oh good. Uh, Mariah's here too. We need to go right now. Okay, let me grab my stuff. I'll be right there. Okay. I Did you look get it? At, I look at Mariah and say, what else do you know about that flesh gate you were talking about? Did you figure, else, figure not, out anything else? Not much, to be honest. I talked to the kid, to that kid, Jensen, and he told me a story about seeing a coyote leaving their campsite looking like it was not used to walking in the body it was in. Okay. And then other than what I told you before, I haven't found anything. All right. Did well, you get ticker that? Yeah, I have. Uh, I have the blessed weapons. There, I pat my sidearm, my nine uh, millimeter. So I have it all set. Okay. Well, can you hook a girl up or what? Yeah, I think I probably brought an extra like few bullets. Yeah. What weapons do you? You have your butterfly knife. Do you have anything else? What else do you have? I have a butterfly knife and let me look at my sheep. A butterfly knife and a hunting rifle and a flashlight. A nine millimeter. I don't think we'll go in a hunting rifle. Uh, that's fine. I will assume, like, like, okay. So as previously stated, him like directly handing you the box is more symbolic than anything. You have the ammo that you need, so I will say mm-hmm. that you have the nine millimeter bullets. Um, if you 
thought to get rifle ammo or, mm-hmm. or what have you. you can yeah, I'd probably. Take that as well. Okay. Um, or if you want to assume that you perhaps grab like a vial of holy water or a tub of oh, holy grease to rub on yeah, knives absolutely, or something. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Then. That's, that's fine. Okay. I, you accomplished what you cool. needed to accomplish for the sake of me moving so, this So, yeah, I pass, I pass the holy water around. Okay, I'm gonna dip my little. Gotta catch uh, these hands. <laughs> I'm gonna dip my wash my washman my watchman's flat. I can't say the word. My watchman's flashlight, and I'm gonna sprinkle a little on the butterfly now. I'm obsessed oh. with the idea of you bludgeoning this thing with a holy yes. flashlight. Yeah, yeah. That's that's does awesome. it, like, does the light refract a certain way because it's holy water, and then it just. <laughs> Burns it. <laughs> Does it look like a novelty laser pointer that shows up in the shape of a cross? <laughs> if my flashlight is anointed, mm-hmm. will it emit holy beams of light? <laughs> At level one, sister, no. <laughs> Fair. But I can bludgeon it with my holy flashlight. You can bludgeon it with your holy flashlight. Okay. Uh, Martha, do you have any. Yeah, I'm just hanging on to the. If you brought like three vials of holy mm-hmm. water, I'm holding on to mm-hmm. one. Um, I haven't dipped my knife yet because my knife will dry off. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, we will consider it blessed. It doesn't have to be like okay. you're forward thinking, yeah. but I'm, you're not going to have to like pour it on the right before It doesn't have to be wet every to time. use it. I'm, going, okay. I'm assuming the vials are glass. Yes. I'm going to hold on to mine and okay. dip my knife yet. Cool. Also. Okay, great. But you all have what you need. Yes? Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I was waving jello at Andrew. <laughs> Understandable. Well, the weirdest things that's happened to me today. Uh, really? Just today? Okay. Just today. So, you're all suited up, ready to go. I'm assuming that was a really dope-looking montage of mm-hmm. you guys, like, mm-hmm. strapping on. I've got my battle getting, flannel on. Oh, so good. Battle We're gonna have to put music nice. under this. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be great. It's red and black, so <laughs> that when it gets blood on it, you can't tell. Unless it's the black part. <laughs> no, that just blends in. That's where the monster blood goes. <laughs> um, I will say that for the sake of getting into the park and advancing the story, you have use of one of the ranger copters, which is, I'm assuming, what you would use. Okay, I was going to say my van. No, don't you have a snowmobile? You have a snowmobile. I um, also have the. Unless the uh, snowmobile is my mobility. No, no, no. You have your, like, cool. Yeah, I have uh, my agency cool agency thing. van. Okay. Do you want to use that? That's totally fine. Well, I feel like not every, not all three of us would fit on the snowmobile. Definitely not. Yeah. So I'm going to say that I drove instead of the snowmobile. I left the snowmobile at the re- retroactive kind of. <laughs> yeah, sure. It's the um, first, like, yeah. hunt. We're figuring it out. Cool. Uh, instead of taking my snowmobile out when I left the ranger station, I took my. Um, monster hunting van, which uh, I get for being a professional. I get to choose two good things and one bad thing about it. The good things, uh, it has a medical kit and a monster cage. The bad thing is that it's uncomfortable. (laughs) Sorry, guys. Describe how it's uncomfortable. The seats are all lumpy and they're very torn up from, like, who knows what at this point. Mm -hmm. Um... And the AC is, like, either always all the way on or, like, high heat or just off. Um, also, there is, like, one 8-track stuck in the tape deck. Oh, and and the, it only plays um, I Would Walk 500 Miles. Yes, yeah, that's the only plays. song I can play in the game. That's okay. it. <laughs> you good with that? Not really, but it's all we have. <laughs> uh, okay, so anything else before you guys head out into the park? I'm ready. Yeah, I think we're good. Great. Um, then 
Strap in. Buckle my seatbelt. Are, 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 is Park Mom going to make sure everybody else is also Absolutely. <laughs> Just because it's an emergency situation, I will not start the car until they, those <laughs> seats are buckled. <laughs> Thank you, Mariah. Mm-hmm. I have already done it because I'm a safe girl. Okay. okay. So, um, you guys make your way out into the park. Thank you, Mariah. And since we've sort of established like a little bit of a timeline here, I'm going to assume you guys get out there at 2 p.m. So you have three or four hours to make this thing happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and so where in the park are you going to, Sean? I am going to um, the first campsite. Okay, where, so to the campsite. Yeah, where the monster was first. Smart move. Yep, that seems good. So you, it's, it's easy to find because mm-hmm. there is still like a lot of disarray in the general area, you know, <laughs> broken lots of things. And it's gotten worse since the last time you were there. Because as you have probably assumed, that's where the two campers came to yeah. when they made their landing. And so there is blood on the snow. There are footprints just in a mess leading around. Um, but no immediate sign of the creature itself. So... Mm-hmm. What is your plan for tracking this thing down? Um, Are you asking Siobhan? Any of you. Or, okay. yeah. um, well, I know how it walks, kind of, and I know what it looks like. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to do the tune in. Okay. Um, see if I can find it somewhere in these woods. Sure. I'm going to ask him to use magic then. Okay. Which is a weird roll. Great. That's a... Uh, Total of four. Okay. Like, play out for me what you were doing to make this happen. Um, well, I mean... I, I understand you were using your yeah, tunic. Yeah. I need to know what this looks like um, externally. I think I would close my eyes and just stand really still. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it, it might seem like I'm just, uh, listening for something. Uh-huh. Um, but I'm doing the mind powers. You sure are. <laughs> um, and you know what else? Hmm? Not only does this straight up not work, but it's very obvious to these two that something is up. You've not told either of them about your magic powers, but it's very clear right now that you guys are hunting for a monster and you are taking the time to not only stop and stand completely still being of no help whatsoever, but you are very clearly up to something they don't understand. Point of order. Yes. I would probably already know about her yes. magic powers. Yes. Because. Well, didn't you say you were keeping an eye on yes. her or something? Yeah. yeah, but you have mm. not been told about them in this setting. I just yeah. want you to be aware. The, um, on a miss, uh-huh. the monster also becomes aware of me. Yes. Oh. So just so you know. Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, Martha, you okay there, sweetie? Yeah, I was, um, I was listening, seeing if I could hear anything in the, in the woods. Thought it might be a fugue state, I was a little worried. And No, it's okay. Did you hear anything? I, no, I didn't get anything. Um, there were tracks around here, weren't there? There probably should be. So I'm, I'm going to, uh, look around and see if there are, are tracks. Okay, that's going to be investigating a mystery, I I think is yeah. the best role for that. Yeah. Here we go again with the sharp rolls. With the sharp rolls. One of these days. That's a five. It's a five. That's a five. <laughs> you guys are not doing so hot. 
No. Uh, um, okay, so reminder that you guys do have luck points, which you can use at any moment to change a roll oh, into a natural 12. Um, and I'm not going to, like, advise you strongly to use them at any point because they are something you will never get back. <laughs> but that option is available to you if at any point you feel like, look, we need to do something um, because your options are limited. So you, what specifically were you trying to accomplish? I was just looking for if there are tracks. Okay. There are tracks. They don't mean anything to you. And in addition, um, in your investigation, you twist your ankle. So that's zero harm. Boo. But you will take yeah, minus one forward. That wasn't boo at the zero harm. It was boo at the ankle, by the way. Yeah. I wasn't like sad that there was zero harm. Okay, so what does that mean? I take minus one going forward. It means that in the future, um, at some point, if you are injured or attacked, it may come back to, to add an additional harm point onto it. You sure you're a fan of Siobhan? I am a big fan of Siobhan. They're, like, trust me, on a total failure this many times in a row, it could be worse. Okay. So you'll tell me when it's a minus one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's zero harm for right now, so you don't have to mark anything, but... I wonder if there's a third person who wants to do something. Um, I don't know, but you guys are, like, sort of... Uh, I, I, As we get into combat, I don't want you guys to drop the sense of, like, real-world interaction that you've built up so far. So I don't want you just to oh. be, like, standing there, twisting your ankle, and then just being like, hmm, oh. does anyone else want to do something? <laughs> like, I, I want this to still feel, like, reactive and gigantic. I, mean, I, I have like, a medical kit in the car. If I use that, will it negate the twisted ankle at all? Um, it will make it easier for you to walk and move around at this point, which might be a good idea. Okay, then I'm going to go and, I guess, use the medical kit. Okay, that's that's just, that's you in, in story. Yeah, in right. story. I am, I am limping back to <laughs> the van, getting the medical kit out of the glove box. Well, are you alright? Are you okay, dude? Does it look like I'm okay, guys? I mean, do you need any help? I mean, not no, really, but you seem like you fine. know what you're doing. I'm fine. I wrap it and stick it into the snow because okay. ice. Your socks wet. <laughs> That's okay. The swelling will go down. <laughs> okay, great. Thank you. Thank you, Alex. <laughs> how how wet? How wet is the sock? Uh, right now it's one wet, but take a minus one two wet sock <laughs> Okay. What are we doing? Okay, well, I guess... Can I point out, like, there are tracks over there, but I, I don't know if they're the monsters. Maybe somebody right. else can do that while I'm fixing <laughs> Maybe my Maybe someone else with a higher shark score. All right. Well, I've got shark plus two. Let me check them tracks out. Ooh. Okay, so tell me what you're doing, and then we'll we'll get to the roll when it becomes. I was going to check out the tracks, see if I recognize them. Like, I read a lot. Like, I look at a sure. lot of stuff about animals, nature, and particularly cryptozoology, like weirder stuff. Right. Like what I kind might... of trap are you looking for specifically? I'm looking thing? to see if there are uh, anything that looks sort of human or coyote. Okay. Because those are the two forms I know it's supposed to take in. Yep. Okay. Go ahead and roll to investigate a mystery. Okay. That is an... Because I'm trap plus two, that's an eight. An eight. Okay. Great. Um, let's see. So that's a mixed success. Uh, okay. You are examining the tracks around the campsite, and with what you can tell, you don't have like a background in tracking, right? You no. just you're looking based on research that you've done yeah. to find something that you can hold on to or claim. And there is a lot of like trampled ground, a lot of scuffling. A lot of it is not going to be clear or easy to read. What you do eventually make out is the only set of footprints that is sort of leading off 
into the forest away from this campsite. So no matter what those look like, there's a high probability those are sort of what you should follow. And I think you would be able to deduce that. I would say that there are probably some human tracks that go out like into the woods a little bit, maybe as if the campers who came back last night were sort of probing, trying to find this thing initially, get pictures, um, but nothing that like is super duper helpful. But there is, again, a set of tracks that goes off into the woods. Um, are you going to try to follow them immediately? What are you going to do with that information? I mean, I'm not going to follow them by myself, but... Good call. Yeah, I'm going to kind of, I kind of like beckon the other two over. Okay. Do you like snap? No, no, I'm not an asshole. Well, you said beckon. (laughs) No, I just mean like wave up like, hey, hey, guys, over here. I have something you might want to see. Yeah. It looks like this is the only set of prints that's leading into the forest instead of away. So I'm thinking, if we're going to follow tracks, should be these. All right, I'm going. Good for it, down for it. Good to go. Raring, raring up in here, yeah. Hell yeah, yeah, Martha. <laughs> what do you think? It's our best bet. Let's go. All right. Everybody got something? Weapon? Adjacent? Weapon <laughs> adjacent? I do have weapons. Yeah, I think I- weapon adjacent. Cute. Okay. Cute. <laughs> I pull out my flashlight. Okay. I got the heft in my hand. I've got my and I've got my knife in my pocket in case I need to whip that sucker out too. Sure. Yeah. So yeah. All right. And I think that since I Siobhan knows the woods best, I'm probably gonna like this the park best. I'm probably gonna let her lead. Um. Okay. Are what are you guys doing? Are you pursuing on foot? Are we pursuing on I foot or in so. the vehicle? I thought we were pursuing on foot. Well, it's going into the woods. How dense right? are the woods? Um, fairly dense, but yeah, so it would be difficult to go forward in yeah. your vehicle, but. So probably on foot then. Yeah. So we're going forward on foot. Thank you. Love that. Give me just a moment. <laughs> All right. This is me just double checking some things to get into. Oh, Sorry, I'm just looking for, I think at one point there's like, there's a specific list of like things to doing? choose from to make happen during a mixed success and I need Oh, yeah, you're so fine. No worries. Okay. Um, so we need to go back just, like, a little bit um, because this is what I was worried about. There's, like, a specific mechanic for the investigative mystery, and I couldn't remember what it was. So here's what it is. Um, and it, it it won't apply to yours because, like, it was a failure. It was just so a failure. failure. Um, so basically, when you investigate a mystery, you roll plus sharp, right? And then on a complete success, you hold two. On a mixed success, which is what you got, you hold one. And then you spend those holds as, like, the currency to ask specific questions. Mm-hmm. Yes. Maybe this is better for a later time, but um, experience? When are we supposed to mark that? Whenever you roll for that stat. Yeah, I can spend okay. the holds, that spending a hold on a question that's like what I can do with connect and the then dots. Yes. Whenever you roll a total of six or less, you also get experience, right? I believe so, yeah. Whenever you fail. So yeah, you I've, got, I've leveled up, basically, yeah. already. Um, okay, so cutting back to... Sorry. No, it's fine. Cutting back to Mariah, you rolled a mixed success, so you can ask me one of the following questions. Okay. What happened here? What sort of creature is it? What can it do? What can hurt it? Where did it go? What was it going to do? Or what is being concealed here? Um, in this case, I think what you're asking, just sort of by the nature of what you did, is where did it go, correct? Yeah. Okay. Um, in that case, the where did it go is... 
into the forest and you can follow the tracks and be assured that that is correct. You are going in the right direction. I have a really good feeling about this, guys. Or a good feeling that we're right. My feelings about this particular thing, not so great, but good feeling that we're on the right track. So we move keep, on foot into keep the... going. Sure. So you keep going into the forest. Um, I will say that you, you are starting to follow into the forest. It gets a little bit denser as you guys go in. Um, it's not dark. Thankfully, you guys set out to do your monster hunting in the middle of the day, which is, if unconventional, um, not a bad choice because I, it may play out in your favor in I'm this pretty, particular instance. Mariah's pretty genre savvy. I don't know <laughs> if you picked up on that. Yeah, right. Um, so I think you guys get maybe a quarter mile into these woods when you start hearing sounds around you that are not coming from you. Maybe it's, it starts as like small things, maybe a a crackling here off to the side or a snapping twig, um, off to the other side, rustling in the leaves above you and maybe something that appears to be a a shadow or a fluttering up ahead. Nothing concrete, but enough to start to give you guys a sense of unease. I'm, like, actually nervous right now. Not Mariah, me. (laughs) Like, Addison is nervous. (laughs) It's very... It's this this general sort of creeping sense of unease, of, of, of dread that is perhaps settling upon you. And I'm curious, how do each of you feel about this? How are you reacting to this particularly? I think I'm kind of used to just having noises in the forest. Um, I don't think I'm startled by any of it, and mm-hmm. I don't think I have my weapon uh, at the ready or anything. I think it's still just over my shoulder. Okay. I'm not surprised by it, but I am a little disconcerted. I tighten my grip on my flashlight. Mm-hmm. I kind of keep my those suspicious eyes of mine. I keep them uh-huh. keep them trained all around, just kind of checking checking everything out. I think I've, I also spend quite a lot of time in the forest and these sorts of situations, so I can probably tell, like, things are going to start popping off <laughs> I'm not used pretty to, soon. I'm not used to being in the field. Mm-hmm. Right. You're like a hypothetical monster hunter. Right. Yeah. Um, well, these sort of things hunter. continue, at, but you continue advancing, yes? Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't think okay. we're going to turn back. The tracks lead you to... What appears to be sort of a den-type structure. Not like a cave, but sort of like a maybe a slight overhang on the side of like a, a, a rock face where like the one part of the mountain is sort of jutting up. Um, and maybe some like brambly sticks or overgrown things that create a bit of an alcove. And the tracks sort of go into that. There, there are tracks around it too, indicating that this might be sort of a hub of activity. Um, but that this is a, a frequent spot you have tracked it to, perhaps the residential lair of this thing, if such a thing can be said. Hi everyone, this is your Keeper speaking. Thank you once again for listening to A Horror Borealis and for coming back week after week to be a part of our story. This is the last episode of our first arc, and we're glad it's been so well received. This first arc was a bit of an experiment for us, and I'm so excited for you all to hear what comes after as the story begins to find its legs and really take off. As a reminder, if you've been enjoying what you've heard so far, please consider taking a moment to leave us a review on your podcatcher of choice, or just tell a friend about what we're doing here. 
Word of mouth is our biggest marketing tool by far, and we'd love to keep reaching more people with what we're doing here. If you consider yourself a Horror Borealis fan and you're hungry for more, you can access a huge backlog of the show by pledging any amount of money to the Cryptid Keeper podcast on Patreon. That's where this project started, and there are currently over 40 episodes there, as well as plenty of other fun and whimsical bonus content for listeners of that podcast. If you're content to keep listening at this pace, but still wish you had something extra, or if you just want to support a really, really excellent cause, you can become a patron of the OneShot Network at a number of different tiers and unlock bonus content for all of those shows, including incredible actual plays like Campaign Skyjacks, Iron Hides, OneShot, Neoscum, and The Broadswords, and shows that tackle the theory and practice of gaming and the games industry, like Modifier, Session Zero, Asians Represent, and the Character Creation Cast. There are many more phenomenal shows, creators, and perspectives that are doing amazing work through OneShot, and your support goes a long way toward keeping them on the air and giving us all a chance to make new and better content for you every day. We actually just recorded our January bonus content the other week, and it should be up for you soon. We took Martha, Mariah, and Siobhan on a wild car chase sequence using the system Oh Dang, Bigfoot Stole My Car with My Friend's Birthday Present Inside, and we will continue doing a new AU with a different game system every month. But hey, even if you can't support us financially, that's okay. We are so thrilled just to be a part of your listening queue and to share this world with you. We hope you keep sticking with us and that we can take you on a memorable adventure along the way. As always, the part of Mariah Harris is played by Addison Peacock. The part of Martha Campbell is played by Tim Warner. The part of Siobhan O'Shaughnessy is played by Andrew Giada, who also composed our theme music. And I'm your keeper, Alex Flanagan. Thank you to the One Shot Network for having us, and enjoy the second half of the episode. Bye! I I kind of want to just check again, see if I can see where it is. In okay, relation. you want to tune in? Yeah, that one was a lot better. That's ten. Okay, so the mechanics of your move, what happens for you on a success, on a complete success? Um, on a complete success, I hold three. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and ask you, where is the creature right now? Where is the creature right now? Mm-hmm. Okay, the creature right now is maybe, now I have to get really good at estimating, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> the creature is about a thousand feet away from you. Which direction? Um, go ahead and ask me your other questions first, okay. and we'll sort of like narrow into this what I think you'd be able to discern. Um, what is it planning to do right now? Right now, at this moment, it is watching you. Okay. It is not planning necessarily to do anything, but it is observing you. This is a creature which, and you know this, so I don't think this would come as a surprise to you, feeds on fear. Mm -hmm. As of right now, it is toying with you. It is creating this atmospheric sense of unease, letting you guys sort of play this cat and mouse game, because it will be stronger when it chooses to attack you if it has first made you afraid of it. Okay. Sure. Um... And then I guess, how can I attract its attention? Um, and the answer to that question is, you don't have to, because you already have it. Oh, right. Oh, God, that was <laughs> ominous. <laughs> Why am I so spooked right now? I guess now? that was a bad question to ask, but I asked it. Uh, it's What do you do with this information when it, it suddenly becomes known to you? Well, I mean, it's a little startling that it's very close and mm -hmm. also watching us. Um, and... I think I would say something along the lines of, um, 
Guys, I think it's close. And I think this is this looks like the place where it might sleep. Like this might be its home. I'm curious if you have like a visceral reaction to this. Because the way I'm picturing this tuning and ability working is very like a visual thing for you, right? You're sort of getting in its head. Um, and I think the idea of seeing yourself a thousand feet away from the Fleshgate's perspective is perhaps a bit startling. Yeah. Um, and I, I want to know like how you physically react to that. Do you like whirl around to try to see it? Do you, do you like do a double take? Like what, what is happening? Yeah. These two don't know what you're doing, but I think there are visual cues in the way this is playing out that are creating sort of the atmospheric sense for them of what is unraveling here. So if I'm seeing us from inside the creature's mind, uh-huh. um, I think I would, after I've seen all of it, I would turn and look in the direction okay. of the creature. Great. So you are, I think, sort of facing toward the den when you make this move, when you use your magic. Um, and what you are seeing is you are seeing the back of this, of, of the three of you as you look into the cave. So it is in the opposite direction. Um, and so maybe you like whirl around to look at that and yeah. see what's happening. Um, how to Mariah and Siobhan, what is your take on this situation? Like the whole situation? Like, yeah. Like everything yeah. that's going down right now. You're looking in the cave. Yeah. Martha all of a sudden like does a heel turn. And just staring down into the woods. Do you do you turn and look as well? Do you? I, I, would, uh, I would imagine, like, yeah. I think if I'm with someone up. and they, yeah, if I'm with someone and they spin around and stare at something that I can't see, I'm going to look for it. Especially if we're all like already on edge. Okay, you whirl around and you look deep into the forest, and while you don't see the entirety of anything, you see the glimmer of two orb-like eyes staring back at you. Like, Mariah is keeping her cool a lot more than I am right now. <laughs> <laughs> no. Can you just remind me, what do we need to do for read a bad situation? Like, when would it be read a bad situation instead of investigate? Um, so investigating is when you are looking to ask specific questions. Mm -hmm. um, read a bad situation is much more of like a visceral thing. And so that would be like a reasonable role right now. Yeah. Basically, because... When you read a bad situation, you're looking to ask, what's my best way in? What's my best way out? Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? What's the biggest threat? What's most vulnerable to me? What's the best way to protect the victims? Right. Um, so this is basically like a strategy read. Mm -hmm. um, investigate a mystery is sort of like an information read, like for moving forward. This is like an immediate, like, how do I handle this right now? Okay. Um, is that what you're looking to do? I feel yeah, like you, I feel like I, I would. I feel like that's what Siobhan so. would do naturally as a result mm -hmm. of like your training and your history. This is like a process that would be going through your mind immediately. Yes, I would think so also. Probably in terms of how do I protect these two people sure. who don't have any experience. So roll plus sharp. Wrong. I, <laughs> a, I have a move called Tactical Genius, oh, where yeah. I roll plus cool instead Great. of plus Then roll plus cool. Hopefully it will cooperate. That's a nine. A nine. Okay, so you hold one. You can ask one question. Is your question, what's the best way to protect them? What's the them? best way to protect these two? Okay. Um, then I think what you immediately are aware of, what's the best way to protect them, is to... Shoot, that's a good question. I would um, make an experience for that. I think what you immediately know is that the best way to protect them is not by splitting up. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think that's the immediate takeaway for you right now is like, 
if you make yourself at all more scared or more vulnerable than you mm -hmm. are, you are immediately sabotaging yourselves. Then, so I think the best way to protect them would be to uh -huh. stay close and pull out your weapon. I'm going to tell them that. I say, we need to stay close, stay calm, and pull out our weapons very slowly. No sudden moves. <laughs> and I un unlatch my, my gun from its holster. Okay. The glimmer of this eyes in the distance um, vanishes. Cool. Uh, sort of glints out of cool, cool, cool. your perspective. You hear more crackling noises. Mm -hmm. um, are you guys, you're drawing weapons, I assume? Oh, we can be Sorry. <laughs> I, just, I just got an idea in my head of where it could be going. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, I, okay. I Where's turn... it going? <laughs> you know, just, we'll wait and see. <laughs> I turn to them and say, we need to go back to back right now. The three of us. Back to back? Back to back to back. It was that way. Yeah, but now it's invisible. Apparently, it's not invisible. It's no longer in your in your sight. Okay, that doesn't make it invisible. Well, I still think that having one pair of eyes so in each go back direction, to back to back? I think back to back, back, to back, to back might to back. be the safest way to go. Okay. Okay. I'm that way, we're like hunting, like literally back to back, touching our backs. That way, we're together, and we can have almost three hundred and sixty degree vision. Got my butterfly knife in my left hand. Um, flashlight, holy flashlight. <laughs> In my right. bludgeoning flashlight. Uh, okay. There's a little bit more of this, like, atmospheric sound, like the crackling of leaves and sticks. And then what you actually hear is a rough approximation of Shannon's voice. And I will attempt to make that unholy sound here, because it is something so viscerally grating and unnerving and unnatural that it is immediately one clear of the campers. to oh, all of you that it is clearly not. You know that this poor girl is dead. It's been confirmed. But you hear her crying for help from in the woods. And it's not even necessarily words. It's just this whimpering sort of scream. Yeah. What do you do? Do you stand your ground? Do you... Well, it's clearly trying to lure us mm -hmm. toward it, which I need to bring up when I was saying, like, in the research I did, it does this when it's trying to lure people away or out on their own so it can attack them. It's clearly trying to bait us for some reason in some direction. I don't think we should follow it. Can we tell where the scream is coming from? Sure. Yeah, it's coming from, um, I will say, the woods off to your, not your. Off to, if you guys have your, like, backs as the three of you to this den, hmm. it's coming from the woods off to your left. Okay. They move fast. Yeah. Well, it was, like, directly in front of you. Now it's sort of off, off to, off to the off. side. Not, like, immediately to your side, but... Okay. All right, well, I'm going to just turn and see if I can see it again. Okay. But I don't want to investigate. Sure. I will say that you see movement. You do okay. not see the creature itself. All right. Just to speed this up, I will say that I think this sort of pattern continues for a few moments. This continuous sort of, like, bait and switching of, like, seeing a glimmer of something, seeing movement over here. Does this evoke any sort of direct action from you guys, or are you standing your ground? I think at least Siobhan would stand her ground, because she's had some kind of training with, sure. with monsters like this. Yep. Um, then here's what happens. You guys are standing your ground, you're resisting the urge to be terrified by this situation unfolding around you. 
Um, and this thing grows impatient. After a few moments of this sort of stalking, predatory cat and mouse dance, the next thing that you are aware of, very briefly, is a creature that looks to be, from what you can perceive, something roughly approximating a coyote, um, leaping out of the woods and attacking Mariah. Well, fuck. (laughs) Sorry. I swing my flashlight at it. Okay. At its head. Then I'm going to interpret that as an act under pressure. I think this is a reactionary move. Yeah. More than, like, an actively trying to fight it. So I'm going to need you to roll cool. Okay. Oh, no. My cool's not good, but let's do it. (laughs) Alex. Yes. I rolled an 11. Nice. Amazing. (laughs) You catch this thing squarely across the head. I I mean, I rolled a 12 and then I have to minus one, but yes. Okay. Yeah. No. Awesome. (laughs) Love it. You, yeah, you catch it squarely across the head and it sort of yelps in surprise and is um, tossed backwards just a little bit. Not so much that like you actually like flung this thing across, but more you deflected its movement. Yeah. Um, And it sprawls on the ground briefly before clambering back up onto its legs and looking as if it's going to attack again. What are the other two doing? I'm training my rifle on it. Okay. What is help out? Help out is, um, it, it's basically when you help another hunter with a move they are making, but you have to be able to justify it story-wise. Right, right, right. Um, well, I see that it's knocked the fuck out. Yeah, she does I mean, not need not, help on it's that. It's not knocked out, right. so I'm not going to help her out, but I also train my, my weapon on it. Okay. Um, are you guys shooting, or are you just you're just training I mean, your yeah, weapons? I'd like to. Yeah, I'm going to take it. a shot. <laughs> okay. Um, if you're going to do that, I think that's probably going to be a kick some ass move. So yeah. how does that work? Um, are you both shoot Siobhan, You, I, I think, would be the first one to sort of pull and try to make this happen. Probably. So why don't you go ahead and roll a kick some ass move for me? Okay. That's, that's going to be a, a roll plus tough. That's a twelve. Amazing. It's a 10 plus 2. Yeah, very cool. And okay, so I leveled up. Nice. nice. We'll handle that like at the mm-hmm. end of the thing. So what is the harm score of your weapon? The your harm rifle? score on, on the, I'm using the pistol, okay. is uh, 2 harm close loud. 2 harm close loud. 2 harm close loud. <laughs> 2 harm close loud. Great. I love that. Um, okay. 2 harm close loud. Great. So, um, if you guys are unfamiliar with the way that, like, these weapon descriptions work, it's kind of cool because they're less about, like, it, it's, it's, like, heavily steeped in just sort of adjective-based things. So the, the effects are really, I guess, unlimited, which is neat. The loud just means that, like, there is a loud report. And if there were someone else in this forest, which there is not yet, that would probably draw them to the scene. Um, it's basically just the three of you in this flesh gate, though, so you Yikes. that's not going to do much except create... You know, some echoes, probably some birds scatter around. But you do manage to shoot this thing. And it doesn't appear to be tremendously wounded. It does sort of, in reaction, because it was still pretty close to you, lash out and scratch at you with one of its claws. Okay. So I'm going to ask you to take one harm. Uh, okay, explain to me armor. What is your armor class? One. Okay. Um, let me double check this before I give you mm-hmm. a consistent answer. I'm not sure if it's like you get an extra hit point and then once it, you get hit one, it's gone. Or I if it's I think like... that's what it means, but okay. let me double check. Okay. No, I think it works every time. So oh. that means that you're you're good. It like reached out to. Okay, so um, with the plus one armor rating, I will say that you. What is your armor? You have like a flat, black vest. Black vest. 
Okay. It was sort of scratching you across the leg, but I'll, I'll grant you that maybe you, you pulled yourself back in time from your reactionary instincts okay. that you've honed over quite a bit of monster hunting. Um, Martha, what are you up to? I think I'm still following it with my rifle. It might be a little bit hairy because now it's, <laughs> it's right a priority. Ne- <laughs> it is very <laughs> close. Yeah. And a rifle <laughs> is going to have some, some kickback there. Yeah. So at this point, I might switch out to my knife and um, try to get at it. Um, okay, so there is a monster only a few feet from you, and you are taking the time to switch weapons. Where okay. are you putting your rifle? Um, is it like on a strap? Are you slinging it across your back? or? Well, yeah, I guess I would swing it, sling it on my back um, and then pull out my knife and try to stab the boy. Okay, and you're lunging at it? Yeah. That's it. Kick some ass. So do that for me. Plus Kick tough. Kick some ass. Yeah. That is. Um, that's a 10. Wow. You good guys rolls. are doing pretty great. Um, okay. What's the damage on your knife? The damage is one harm hand. Okay. One harm hand. That's not going to cut it. That's <laughs> like, it's literally not going to cut it. Um, give me just a moment, though, because since you rolled so well, there might be um, something for that. And this is where I apologize, because it's clear that I'm like not great at moves yet. That's okay. Sure. I don't even know any of the basic moves that we're supposed to be like doing. So you have a couple of options on a ton plus. You can either take plus one forward or give plus one forward to another hunter, which means you can either, I think, add additional... I'm not sure if that's initial to your role. I need to look at forwards. I'm confused. Um, but basically, for you right now, what's relevant is you can inflict greater harm onto it. So you can add plus one harm, and then it will surpass its armor rating and get what you need to do. You can choose to suffer less harm because there will be some kickback on that. Or you can force them into a position where you want them. I think I wasn't trying to do anything strategic. I was just... Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, so stabbing it. So I guess greater harm. Inf- inflict greater harm. Perfect. Yeah. Would I also get that option since I? Rolled? Yeah, I apologize. And also Addison, since she. Addison's was an act under pressure. It's different. Oh, okay. You for a kicks and ass. What do you want to add to your thing? What are the options again? Greater damage, reduce damage for me, or move it somewhere. Um. I apologize if that's a bit something. That's all right. That's all right. I'll just do greater damage. Okay, then, great. Unfortunately, it does do damage to you as well, because you're especially getting up close to get at it. Um, It digs its claws into your shoulder. I think you sort of, like, leap down at this thing with your knife, and it reaches up and grabs you. So you stab into it, um, and you get your knife pretty well in there. But it does catch you in the shoulder. And so I'm going to need you to take three harm. How many harm before you die? Seven. Do you have any armor rating? I don't believe so. Um, where would that be? Harm. Right under luck. Go to the page where the oh, history yeah, is. Oh, no, I don't have any armor rating. No. Oh, the armor. Sorry. No, that would be with the gear. No, I don't. Okay. Then you just take three harm. Yum. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, what's going down? Not well, I stay I, there. I think I see that like, <laughs> this thing has its claws in... Martha. Yeah, yeah. And, Mariah, and what are right? What are you doing? I, I want to get. I want to get at that thing. If it's got okay. its claws in her, what are you gonna do? Come back at it with my flashlight. Okay. So that's gonna kick some ass roll. Okay. Cool. So that is what plus tough. Okay. So I have zero tough. So let's roll. Let's find out. Yikes! 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 Okay, it's eight. 
Okay. Which is a mixed success. Okay. So basically what that means, it's just, it plays out directly. You do your amount of harm. It does its amount of harm. So what is the damage rating on your flashlight? Tell you what, let me go look. It's just a one, right? One close. Yeah, it's one harm hand. Okay. It sort of glances off, but it does distract this thing from attacking Martha. And it instead focuses its attention on you. So I think it flips itself back up to its feet again. And it lunges at you and I will say tries to bite you. And maybe uh, gets its teeth in your leg. Which is going to be, yes. I'm not exactly sure how it's going to work. But um, I think if I saw that, I would Mm -hmm. want to do Jinx. And I can give, like, on a success, I mm-hmm. can uh, help a hunter by giving them one forward uh, by interfering with the enemy or interfere with uh, what a monster, minion, or bystander is trying to do, something like that. Um, okay. So I think I you want to... You want to try to roll Jinx to interfere? Yeah, I'm going to try to interfere with its bite. Okay. And just... Um, Wait, oh. I don't know what kind of, like, mind thing, but something that would startle it. So your power is partially to just manipulate coincidences into play, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so if you Maybe want to... It, like, trips over If you want to try to jinx it, I will allow you to roll for that, which okay. would be a weird roll, right? Yes. Um, pretty cool. Move. I also Ooh. missed something. I don't know where my orientation was in relation to this thing when it was on Martha, mm-hmm. but I, because of my sneaky, if I attack something from behind, I inflict plus two harm. Um, this is getting a little bit in the weeds, but why don't you go ahead and we'll do the jinx thing and we'll okay. see if that plays out. Okay, I think sorry. That's yeah. No, you're fine. You're I think that's that. more interesting narratively. That yeah, was totally. a just... five. Okay. Um, and that means that you hold two over me to be used the same way. Um, do you want me to list all of the ones that you can use? I'll 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 get to it when I get to it. Basically, okay. it means that like the same sort of thing can happen against you now, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah, twice. Great. Um, okay, so you attempt to jinx this thing. It is very much though getting its teeth into Mariah's leg. So Mariah, please take plus two harm. Hmm. Okay. I'm very sorry. I did. I took it. You took it. You took it. Okay, great. What are you doing now? Well, now I'm under on your pressure. Leg. Okay. I'm gonna come, gonna get get at it with my butterfly knife, which is in my other hand, by the way. Never lost that. Okay. Um, um, that's going to very much be a kick some ass move then. Not okay. under pressure. I thought it was under pressure. Okay, cool. Then I'm gonna k- try to kick some ass, which is a tough. Okay. Right? Yep. Tough check. So, oh, okay, here we go. Seven. Seven? Okay. Um, then what's the damage rating on your butterfly knife? It's another one. Another one? Okay. I should have picked better weapons. <laughs> It's okay. That, again, is not going to do it, but I will say that since it is a success, I do want to at least give you something. So I will say that you managed to get it to let go of your leg. Got it. it do you have any armor, by the way? Where would I see that? Under your gear. No, um, flakes don't have any armor. Um, it does scratch at you for one harm. Ugh, so I've got three harm now. I scramble back away from it, too, like as it gets off my leg. Probably a good idea. Yeah. Um, it is going to try to leap after Mariah, mm-hmm. but this would be a great time for somebody else to intervene. Yeah, so all of that just happened, right? Yes. Like, <laughs> we're not going jumping. No, no, that, that happened. That, this that is playing awesome. out in real time. Very all right, much. then, um, so it's leap, going to leap at Mariah again, yes. right? Well, you've all been using your knife. I feel left out. <laughs> um... No, I think I'll shoot at it again. 
I think that's a great idea. Try and get its attention. So I'm gonna, I'm just gonna shoot at it. Okay, great. So, why don't you kick some ass for me? That is a six. Okay. Um. Well, does anybody have? This would be a great way for one of you guys to use like a help out roll. Okay. So basically, Siobhan rolled a six. If one of you is able to successfully help out, you can add to that roll to get it to be more successful. So what do I roll for help out? Help out is... It is cool. Plus cool, yeah. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and do that. Okay, go for it. Um, what exactly is... You have to be able to... I'm shooting the thing. You're shooting. You have to be able to convince me what you can do to help out. Um, how, how's your emotional state right now? I mean, I just saw it claw at you and okay. bite at her, so probably I'm a little well, bit panicked. Like, I need to kill this thing before it kills these two. Please. I don't know how I would help out then. Can, do, you don't have, like, like telekinesis or anything, do you? I have telepathy, but I feel like talking to you in your mind would just spook you out more. Um, I don't know, because I can't, like, just hold it down, because then I'm in the line of fire. <laughs> Very much so, yeah. Um... You could like maybe I want throw to... your knife at it and get it to like move <laughs> in a way. Um, is there a way for me to help out? Throw a snowball. Um, what what would you do to help out? You can roll for it if you want. I just but... don't really I don't really know. I just don't want to just stand there, right? Like... No, I totally understand. Um, story basically prevails over mechanic at yeah. all points in this game. Yeah. So if you can tell me like convincingly how you would help out, I will let you roll for it. Maybe I, if I see that uh, Siobhan is going to go after it and do something, because mm-hmm. I have suspicious eyes and I take in a lot of stuff, I would maybe try to, like, keep his attention on me. Sure. Yeah. Kind of provide a diversion. Yep. What am I rolling that for? Um, that's a plus cool. cool. Plus cool. Okay. My cools are not, my cool's not great. Let's see. So that's six. Great. Um, so on a failure on a help out roll, you expose yourself to trouble or danger without helping. Um, so Can I help will out say, or help out? <laughs> so here is the way this situation goes down. You pull out your gun to shoot at this thing. You are noticed by Mariah, who in a well-meaning gesture tries to keep the attention of the thing on herself. What this ends up doing, however, is causing the thing to leap after her earlier than you expect. You miss your shot. The thing jumps after you. It scratches at you again for two harm. I have five harm. You can use luck. Yes, you Uh, do. You can use luck to mitigate all damage. Um, From an attack. Or you can use it to change a roll to a 12 as we go forward. Which may be something one of you has to do. You have taken five harm now, correct? Yeah. Okay, so you are in a position where you need to be stabilized, correct? Yes. Okay, and then you guys are going to have to do some figuring out. I, uh, I'm I so have sorry, move, guys. I have to okay. move medic. Okay. Uh, I have a full first aid kit and training to heal people. Well, plus cool when I do first aid. Um, okay, if you can tell me how you're going to do first aid with this thing in your midst. Mm. I think seeing the lots of... Harm done to that little one over there. Um, <laughs> I think I would yell a little bit. Maybe like a, try a to little, Hey! Hey, listen! Hey! Okay. But, um, so I don't know if that would 
draw it over to me? Sure. It probably will, but all of you are in a close proximity to each yeah. other, and I don't know that you can just talk to it long enough for yeah. first aid to happen. Um, I'm going to do something a little bit stupid. Okay. I'm going to start running away. Okay, you're going to try to draw it off into the woods? Yeah. Then why don't you roll Act Under Pressure for me? Uh, that would be a nine. Yeah. Cool. Um, so that is a mixed success. I will grant you that you draw it off into the woods. And I will say that, hmm, okay. So basically on an act under pressure, when you get a mixed success, I can give you either like a worse outcome than you would have on a total success. I can give you a hard choice or a price to pay. So I will say that um, you can draw this thing off into the woods, but the price that you pay is... What what gear do you have on you right now? I have my big knife and my hunting rifle. Okay. I will say that you drop your knife. Okay. So you can draw this thing off into the woods, but you will drop your knife, if that's what the course of action you choose to take. Okay. Okay. Then you are running off into the woods, and this thing is following you. Um. So Siobhan and Mariah, what are you doing? I'm doing... I'm dying. Yes, correct. <laughs> so I get to roll plus cool. That's a seven, so mixed success. Okay. I can choose, on a seven to nine, choose one. Heal one harm, stabilize the injury. Mm-hmm. That's it. Oh. <laughs> so on a, yeah. Sorry, it's, it's listed with a semicolon. I thought there would be more. On a seven to nine, choose one. Heal one harm or stabilize the injury. Um, Is that a, is that like an option? Or is it just yeah. that you do both things? No. Choose, oh, one. choose one. Okay. Heal one harm or stabilize. Are you going to heal one or are you going to stabilize her? What, well, what is so what happens is she is that. currently unstable, right. which means she will keep getting worse unless you stabilize the injury. I think I'm going to stabilize the injury okay. at this Thank point. You. Just Help so me. she doesn't get worse. Good choice. Yeah. I'd right. love I'd love to not die in these woods. Yeah. Okay. Same. So here's your situation. You have seen Martha draw this thing off into the woods. You have a uh in, in pretty critical condition. I'm, I'm actually going to, um, because I didn't take the medical kit with me, mm-hmm. I'm going to undo the bandages that I did around my ankle, okay. just for narrative sake. Sure. Sake. I like that. That will also justify like the negative one yeah. going forward. Yeah. So thank and you. And wrap it around her big old gash. Okay. Thank you. Um, great. I will also remind you, just like because I'm a fan of your characters, which you don't believe at this point in time, <laughs> there is like a little den alcove behind you, which may be a good place mm-hmm. to leave your injured friend if you are planning on pursuing. So am I just going to have to chill and be injured while they go finish off this creature? Um, it's either that or pursue this thing with five harm. No, I don't want to die in these woods. <laughs> in these woods? So I say, remember everything I told I say, Remember everything I told you about the flesh gate. You could do this. <laughs> I give her a little Aww. pat on the head and walk off. Thanks. Nice little mom. Moment. Walk off? Oh, I'm in danger oh. running away from this. Well, thing. I run as fast as I can with a minus one going forward. Okay, so you're running after the monster now? Yeah. Great. Um, I'm taking deep breaths and hiding. <laughs> Martha, let's get back to you. What are you doing? You're just running like the Dickens or. I wasn't like trying to run away from it. I was trying to sure. draw it away. So I'm not like running aimlessly. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if I like, there's probably like trees that have fallen over or something that I have to like jump over, climb over. Um, is there a way that I could like cause the flesh gate to 
I want to increase my distance a little bit. Sure. So I'm going to say maybe I jump over a log and try to jinx so that it has trouble jumping over that log. Okay. Um, so which are you more interested in doing right now? Are you more interested in increasing the distance between you, or are you more interested in jinxing this thing? I'm more interested in increasing the distance. Okay, then please act under pressure. Okay. It's a five. <sighs> you guys aren't doing so hot. No. <laughs> um, so here is what the I'm manual... Anxious. I'm too far away to help now. Right? Here's what the manual has to say about acting under pressure. On a 10 plus, you do what you set out to do. On a 7 to 9, the keeper is going to give you an, a hard choice or what have you. On a miss, things go to hell. Okay, well, I'm going to use a luck point and okay. change that to a 12. Okay, totally fine. Smart. Um, so you are down one luck point now, which is fine. You have, what, I think seven, seven. of them? Yeah. Um, and this is not a bad time to use one, narratively. So here's what happens. That now acts as a total success. Um, so you are running through the woods. You're navigating this space. I think what you do is you, as much as I enjoy like the narrative concept of like the jinxing and it, like not being able to make a jump, I don't think that this like woodland monster would have yeah. that much problem, like clearing a fallen log. Yeah. I think we're more going to go with like the stereotypical, you put enough distance, you hide behind a tree, it keeps going. Um, so you are running forward and you duck behind something, and I think you are able to do so in such a way that it does not see that you have done this, and it continues on past you, pursuing what it thinks is you. Okay. Um, so this gives you some time to sort of, like, reevaluate your situation, take a breather, and gives time for Siobhan to catch up with you. Okay. So I'm there now. So you're... you're yes. Okay. Do I see still? Like, is the is the flesh gate around? Like, It is... Uh, I think there's enough distance between you and when Martha started running off that you probably don't see it immediately ahead of you. These are pretty dense woods, and I don't think you can okay. just like get a clear line of sight on right. it. Then uh, I'm going to... Are you okay? I'm talking to Martha. <laughs> We're getting there. <laughs> no, okay. All right. That's better than nothing. We need to go back. Uh, Mariah is not very okay there. We need to go and, and make sure that right now... I'm okay if we just get out and come back later. We need to go. Okay, let's go. So uh, we're trying to trick okay. back. So to you them. make your way back to Mariah. What do you do now? You okay, sir? You okay, honey? <laughs> How you doing? I'm actually, I'm doing okay. I'm not any worse, so. Okay. Um, Feel can, can you stand? Yeah. Okay. I, can I stand? Sure. Yeah, right. you can stand. Then, You've uh, been stabilized. I will say that you are, like, in in very general, like, bad condition. But, um, you've been bandaged up. You can lift your way to wherever you need to be. What happened? Did you get it? No, but we needed to come back and get you out of here, or at least somewhere safe, and then we can come back and get it. Right, but I just, okay, yeah, for sure. The only real monster in these woods is leaving your friends behind. <laughs> so, uh, let's get the hell out. Okay, um, I just, I don't want to leave the- Get you the hell out. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to leave this thing here. We will. Okay. If if you're not going to come back, I'll, I'll at least, I'm going to come back for it. 
By yourself? No. Martha I'll Wright. here too. Martha. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, so what's your plan? You guys are going to try to get back through the woods I'm, to I'm just the at, vehicle? Just to the van. Yeah. Okay. I'm saying put her in the van and that'll be okay. Okay. We established it was about a quarter, quarter of a mile, of right? Mm-hmm. Um, I Can think... I just say that I picked up my knife too? Yeah, okay. that's fine. Cool. It's, obviously, it's where you dropped it. Um, okay. Not bad. I think that this thing is off and out of the way for the time being. However, it's not an idiot. And I think it has noticed by now that it is no longer chasing you and it will be coming back after you. Um, which means that for you guys to get back to the van, I'm going to ask all of you to roll Act Under Pressure. Okay. Which one is that? Okay, Act Under Pressure is... That's cool. cool I rolled a seven. Yep. I don't like this random.org thing. I'm sorry, we won't use it next time. I have an eight. Okay. <laughs> and what is it? Seven. So, two mixed successes and a failure. I prefer the term a miss. A miss. Yeah, a <laughs> that's, miss. That's, that's easier fine. to swallow. Do you have a fine. luck left if you had to? Yeah, okay. I do. I do. I don't know if I want to use it right Didn't now. Didn't you say when you failed out under pressure, things go to hell? They do, yes. It's, it's, it's among the worst roles to immediately fail. It has like some pretty dire narrative consequences. That's why I mentioned it. That's the only reason. Um, you do what you feel is best. <laughs> Yeah, fine. Are you going to use your luck? I'll use a luck. Okay, um, that will actually be beneficial in numerous ways because that moves you not only to a success, but to like a total success, whereas the two of you got mixed successes. So I think that in this case, that's enough of like a general all-around good time that I will make this work narratively because I love you guys and want to see you succeed. So you guys are making your way back through the woods and... Um, Siobhan, at first you think you're not going to be able to make it because of your ankle. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's twinging up on you real bad, and you're thinking, like, oh, I'm not as young as I used to be. But despite all odds, you pull through, and you are actually magnificent at this. Cool. And you are just, like, guiding your way back through the woods. I think you, more than anyone, know the way back to the van. Like, this, this amount of pressure has not really disoriented you in the way that it might someone of lesser stock. So... Mm-hmm. Um, you guys are making pretty good time despite Mariah's injury and you are, uh, you're, you're finding your way back. You do get to the van. The downside I think that will come as a result of this mixed success is that Mariah has been trailing blood and that's going to be a pretty dead giveaway for this thing that is hunting I'm so bad at myself. (laughs) It's it's not your fault. Um, but the good news is you do get back to the van and I think that the way this plays out like from a visual standpoint is you guys make it out into the clearing. You see the van across from you and you start to hear noises behind you in the woods again. <sighs> what are you going to do? Um, so what Siobhan, your, your primary goal is getting Mariah yeah. back to the van, right? Yeah. Okay. You got a total success. So I will say that you make that happen. Okay. Um, since your intention is definitely more focused on that aspect of things. So you get Mariah back to the van. Mm-hmm. You do not have a lot of time though. And I think you know that. Yeah. So what are you doing? Uh, I'm going to put her in the passenger seat Okay. and kind of like do that thing that when in like cop shows and uh-huh. cop movies where they like go behind the hood of the oh, car okay. Okay. and draw their weapon. Like that? So just like once, like nice. smooth movement, like you're in mm-hmm. the van, pull out my gun, and we're there. All right. Pretty cool. Um, Martha, mm-hmm. you make it back as well. Were you trying to get into the car or no? You're just... I don't think I was. Like, we're not trying to leave. Right. Um, so I think I would be outside of the car as well. Okay. 
Um, what are those jinx options from earlier? Um, interfere with a hunter, giving them minus one forward. Help a hunter, giving them plus one forward by interfering with their enemy. Interfere with what a monster, minion, or bystander is trying to do. Inflict one harm on the target due to an accident. The target finds something you left for them, or the target loses something that you will soon find. Okay. And so I have two of those that I'm supposed to use against you at some point in time? Mm-hmm. Okay. Great. Um, so the way this works out, I think you guys hear the sound behind you. You hear the monster approaching you from the woods. You get Mariah into the front seat of the car and go around behind the hood. Martha, you also hear the monster coming. Um you don't make it behind the cover of the van. I think you like hear something happen and you whirl around to see this thing coming out of the clearing. Um, it is no longer in its coyote form. It looks something much more humanoid and unsettling. Um, it sort of perhaps has like joints that are hung at odd angles and these dead eyes just looking forward at you, but its mouth hangs open slightly and it still has these, long, horrible, claw-like nails. And it is sort of shambling toward you from the edge of the clearing. What are you guys going to do? Well, if you're me, you're going to Google image Fleshgate and scare the shit out of yourself. No. <laughs> oh, no. And, and I can't really do anything. Yeah. Can I throw my flashlight at it? What would that be? <laughs> um, we've already established that your flashlight does not do enough harm to hurt this thing. Okay. I would not advise that. You, you might not best be able to, like, distract it or, like, knock it back if it became necessary. You would have to be aiming through, like, the other... Like, you'd have to hit it from the passenger side window, or, like, roll down the driver's side window, mm-hmm. throw it through, and, like, hit it, um, which would be an incredible feat, but... If I can make an attack from an ambush or from behind it, I could do a really... I could do a plus two harm, but I don't have a way to do What are the two of you doing? So I saw this thing. Did Siobhan see it as well? I'm I'm posted up. Yeah, you oh, are. Okay, so yeah. then you definitely saw yeah. it. Yeah. I'm imagining it like you're a few feet from the van. I'm like kind of on the other side of the van. Well, I guess you would have more time to act than I would. Probably. So. Probably not. I guess I'll take another shot at it. Okay, great. Um, actually, at this point, I don't... I, what I'm having a hard time with in this system, and this is like such a specific circumstance, is... There's not like a role for when you go to fight something and it's not... <laughs> like, in a distance to fight you back. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think this might just be you taking a shot at it. In which case, I'm going to say maybe, why don't you roll to act under pressure for me, and we'll we'll justify this as you, like, having to immediately get back into the fray and, like, keep in, your cool and, and take a shot of kick some ass. instead of kick some ass. Because it's, it's not That's going fair. to hurt you back. That's a seven. Okay, great. So you get a shot off on this thing. And what's the damage rating on that? Two. Um, okay. So, act under pressure makes successes are really cool, but it's a matter of, like, figuring out the consequences of these things. So, I will say that you make this happen, you you get a shot off at it, and it does hit it, mm-hmm. but there is a price to pay, which is that your gun jams. I'm not using a musket. No, I know this. Guns, <laughs> like, malfunction all the time. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. Um, which gun okay. are you using? The 9mm. Okay, then maybe we'll just say you have to reload it. Okay. You're out of ammo. You have to sure. reload this thing. So okay. you're going to have to take some time to right. like dig your ammo out from wherever it is okay. and right. reload your weapon. Martha, what are you doing? Bah, bah, bah. I think I want to do tune in. Okay. 
And I'm going to use a luck point. Oh no, Martha. <laughs> okay, so on a total success, a what do you do? Um, on a total success, I hold three. Okay. Um, so I want to know uh, who's it going to attack next? You. Me? Okay. Yes. That's not fun. You are uh, absolutely the easiest target at this point. Yeah. Um, I guess since I have the questions, who does it regard as the biggest threat? Siobhan. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I don't really need to ask anything else because I already have its attention. I know where it is and it's planning on attacking me. So. Uh, yeah, but I mean, if you have another question, you can ask it and I'll try to give you something helpful since you got a total success and used a luck point. Um, can I figure out, like, if there's anything about it that we can do more harm to it? Sure. I will tell you that what you figured out is that it's, its skin is tougher than human skin. So it's... Which translates this game as an armor rating, right? So cool. there's a minus one on any attack that you do to it. So anything that is a one harm will not will not affect it. Um, you're going to have to do something better than that. Um, do you have a question? Sort of. I'll wait. Okay. To do more harm to it, I think it's really just going to be a matter of like evasive maneuvering. I think it's just going to be like, do not try to tangle with this thing up close. Go for the eyes. Of... <laughs> Unless its eyes are harder than human eyes. <laughs> yeah, it has really hard eyes. Gross. So is the van kind of in like a little clearing? Yes. Um, okay. It, it, it is a it like designated campsite. So, <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't really know what else I can do other than uh, take pot shots. Uh, yeah, that... that He's not a bad idea. Okay, so I'll shoot at it. Okay, um, what was your question? Is it relevant? Yeah, I still have my vial of holy water. Uh -huh. Would throwing that at it act as some kind of, like, skin-weakening agent? It might. Okay. Um, I will tell you that's, like, a great idea. Yeah, and that... Yeah. So, what are you going to do? So is this an act under pressure? You were, you were just shooting at it? Yeah. Um, there's no barricade between you and this thing, so... Uh, yeah, let's let's do it as an act under pressure. Okay. So that would be a six. Okay. That is a miss. Yeah. Unfortunately. And that's bad. Um, yeah, I don't necessarily recommend using more of your luck points no. at this point, but... Um, so which weapon are you using against it? You have, like, a small gun, right? I like have a, a hunting No, it's your rifle, yeah. right. Okay, so you pull this thing up to try to shoot at it. It obviously sees what you're doing. Um, and I think emits another one of its horrible, horrible screams. And in addition to you missing your shot, it comes toward you and it... Uh, yes, are you I'm, going to... I'm trying to think of how I can help out. Um, well, I think you suggested something like a... a okay, ago. yeah. Then can I, can I do that? Yeah, cool. go for it. I am going to take my unused vial of holy water mm -hmm. and use it like some sort of acid okay. on the on the beast. Excellent. What do I need to roll for that? That's plus cool to help plus out. Cool. Help out. Cool. <laughs> okay, that is a five plus two, so seven. Okay. So what happens on a help out roll is on a seven to nine, your help grants them plus one to their roll, but you also expose yourself to trouble or danger. So then I would be a seven. So it makes it a seven, which is a mixed success for your acting under pressure, which is good for you. Um, it means that 
you get a worse outcome, a hard choice, or a price to pay. So I will say that here's what's going to happen. You go to shoot and you miss. However, this thing gets... You you throw your vial of holy water and it lands. It hits. You, I think in order to make this happen, have to sort of like do one of those cool like slides over the hood of the van, yeah. putting yourself in the in the line of fire, so as to speak. As long as I look cool doing it. You look so cool. <laughs> Shahan is all about looking cool I will give you that cool much. You absolutely look amazing doing this. You like, you yeah, you do that cool thing where you like vault over uh-huh. the hood of the van and like slide across it. Uh, you yeah. throw your holy water um, and it does land. It catches this thing. And I think that it sort of screams in agony a little bit. Like it's having a bad time. Yeah. Like it's not it's not doing great. Can I hear it? Um you absolutely can hear it. It's a horrible sound. No, I'm asking if you will do it. Her no, I will not. Um, you, Alex. I'll I'll put it in later. I'll just get the sound of the no 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 cat. It's the no 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 cat. I'll I'll edit that sound in there in post. Uh okay, so you hit it with the holy water, it collapses to the ground. Um but I will say that the the worst outcome is that you you don't actually get to shoot it. So like on a total success, you would have made the shot. You don't do any like active damage to it, but this thing has been disabled at least and is not like hurting you. Um, you, however, are now like mm-hmm. on the other side of the van in front of a creature that's probably very angry at you and is what? going yeah. to lash out blindly. Where am I in relation to the van? You are in the passenger seat. So the okay. van. It's set up with you being on the far side of the action. The weapons I physically had on me mm-hmm. were my um, my flashlight and my butterfly knife, but I do have a hunting rifle. Did you throw it in the van? Yeah. Okay. Can I get it out? Like, can I shoot it? Yeah. yeah. Um, so what that would require would be you, like, reaching across and rolling down the driver's side window and then okay. aiming at this thing. Okay. Um, okay. It's too hard. That's my hunting rifle gets too hard. Sure. So what would that... Um, form, uh, do an act under pressure for me. Act under pressure? That's a cool check, yeah? Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a nine. Cool. So that's a mixed success still. Okay. Um, which is fine. It means that, you guys keep getting, like, mixed successes on the What if I, what if fine. I just, what if I just hack it right up and use my luck point and make that issue 12? You can if you want. That's totally up to you. I don't know. I don't want hubris to be my downfall. Have you used any luck points yet? No. Okay. Then... I'm going to do it. Okay, go for it. 12. So a total success. Um, you use your rifle. And what's the damage rating on that? It's a two harm. Okay. Um, tell me how cool this looks. <laughs> it looks so cool. So here's what I do. So I grab the rifle out of the back, like while the stuff with them is going mm-hmm. on, I grab it out of the back and I, it's like a crank window, isn't it? Or is it like a... No, it's probably a crank. Oh, it's definitely <laughs> a crank. And I take it and I'm cranking it down and I'm still kind of injured. So uh-huh. I'm like, yeah, sure. Rinse, wincing and like cringing against like the pain as I like crank mm-hmm. the window down and then set up my rifle and I like rest it on like the, like uh, use that kind of as like my scope to mm-hmm. so, like aim it and I take aim and I am like waiting for just the right moment when I can get a good angle at it and I shoot at it. Do you perhaps say something to indicate to your two compatriots that you are about to fire a gun from the car? Yeah. Okay. I shout, get down. Okay, great. And they get down because this is a 12. Um, and you fire at this thing and you catch it, I think, what, you want a headshot? You want a, you want a like, chest shot? What are, you, what are you trying to do on this? I'm trying to get it. I'm trying to get it in its eye. In its eye. Okay, great. Then I will say... Um, for that specific choice, you nail your shot, you get it right in the eye, and this is maybe equal parts, like, 
luck as may be indicated by this particular circumstance and just like heat of the moment adrenaline. But whatever the reason is, you catch this thing and actually where I think you may have expected like some dramatic agonizing death, this thing just crumples to the ground unmoving. And you are all standing around a dead flesh gate. You've killed your first monster. I killed just, it! Nice. I think I'm just gonna... <laughs> I'm gonna pat it just a little bit on its head. <laughs> I'm going to do... I'm going to do a gentle fist pump that hurts my injured shoulder and say, fuck yeah. Take okay. one harm, become unstable. <laughs> no! I don't take any harm. It just feels bad. Uh, okay, so well done. I think that... There is um, maybe a bit of a, a sort of epilogue to this monster hunt, which I is that study it. Okay. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, we'll we'll get to that point. Okay. So you killed a flesh gate. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, we've learned a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that there are a lot of neat side effects of this adventure. You've all gone on together. I think first things first. You have all realized that there are perhaps things about each other that you don't know that go beyond just being people who have maybe only started to scratch the surface. You know, there's hanging out with a person and realizing like, I didn't know that about you. And then there's like realizing that the weird girl who hangs out on the edge of town maybe has a psychic connection to monsters. And these are things that I think we might get into the sort of consequences of later but for right now i think you're all just so thankful to be alive and in this moment and there's a kind of adrenaline and like a trauma bonding in that that you don't ask questions for now yeah you successfully took care of this threat before the established timeline that i think maybe only siobhan actually knew about of having to get in and out um which means that you need to clear this monster away from the one place you know they'll look for sure what do you want to do with the dead flesh gate? I mean, I do have a monster cage in my truck. You do? Or van. Mm-hmm. Which I feel bad about because... How big is it? The flesh gate? Like, in this form, how big is it? Um, It's, like, roughly, uh, like, an adult human size. Okay. I, I would say probably, like, we'll say five, nine. Okay. Just checking. Um, Not as heavy as you would expect, though. It's, okay. it's fairly slight in its build, just, like, wiry and intense. I was just wondering if it would be difficult to get it into that. It will man. It will fit into the, the monster cage in question. Excellent. Fairly easily. Is that what you guys want to do with it? I'm thinking it's best to get think, it out of the woods. I think as soon as I see it's dead, it's, like, it's I'm, time to I'm get this sucker gone. So I think that, like, the visual here is... Martha and Siobhan, like, shoving this thing in the back and closing the doors, and then, like, maybe giving, like, a nod to each other as you all pile into the car in a deep breath, um, and then this car pulling out of the National Forest just as a park ranger helicopter um, comes into the forest to land. So, you done did it. I want to go to Big Billy Steiner. <laughs> I think that maybe, like, the end credits of every episode of Horror Borealis is you three sitting at Big Billy's Diner. Um, so Thank you. That Having sounds some coconut like a, cream a pie. good wrap-up to me. Is there anything else you guys want to, like, do or any, like, last-minute quips you want to get in before we wrap this sucker up? We're going to do experience uh, the... Like in betweens. Yeah. Looks like the gate is closed. Hey. Uh. 
Well, I've never fine. been a fan of sins of the flesh. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Siobhan, Thanks, Martha, you got one for us? No, I think I'm good. <laughs> I said mine earlier. practical lady. She doesn't have time You don't fun. know how long I had to spend thinking of, like, getting myself into a situation trying to be like, it's going to get spooky. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the, the last lingering visual image I want is the three of you sitting in a booth at Big Billy's Diner, like, scratched and bloodied and looking horrible and just, like, drinking your hot chocolate of order, mix of your coffee. I took no damage. <laughs> That's fair. Siobhan, <laughs> you're just fine. dirty. <laughs> you're dirty. dirty. Martha and I, mean, I are all scratched is, up. Is I've got, like... Up. You have your ankle sitting up on the booth <laughs> next to you, but, like, otherwise <laughs> you're totally fine. I have, like, a lightly bandaged gash on my shoulder. Uh, um, oh, man. And, like, my flannel, like I said, my battle flannel, yeah. it's soaked with blood. Totally is can't it, tell. Like, is it still okay, though? Oh, my battle flannel looks great. It? Oh, no, but ja- the gash is through it. Oh. But the rest of the, the battle flannel's doing okay. right. Okay. All right. So, for the first and probably not the last time, the city of Revenant has been saved by a librarian, a recluse, and a park ranger. 